In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of the Mortgage Marketing Radio Podcast. I am your humble host, Jeff Zempfer. Thank you for tuning in. And as a quick reminder, for those of you who don't know, if you'd like to connect more, if you'd like to have access to me with ongoing additional content, support, resources, you know, weekly Ask Me Anything live streams, special guest features, and things like that, hey, join our private Facebook group. Just go over to Facebook in the search bar, type in Mortgage Marketing Radio. The group will come up. You will be asked a couple of questions uh, as a way to ensure we have the right people coming into the private Facebook group. That's over on Facebook. And we're doing some cool stuff over there. We'd love to see you over there, see your participation and share. Let us know what you're working on. Post wins and success stories. We want to see more of that. Okay. So my special guest this week and this episode is a repurpose of a live stream. By the way, if you're in the, the Facebook group already, this is where the live stream was, right? And yes, we did stream this to LinkedIn and YouTube as well. But I've been promising you for the past couple of weeks to get in the Facebook group and I'm going to be doing some additional content live streams. This is one example. But for you podcast listeners that don't yet know that, what you missed out on was the ability to interact and ask questions of my special guest and maybe win a couple free prizes as well. So what you're going to hear today is a recording of the live stream that I did with Min Nguyen. And he is uh, behind the brand, if you will, uh, on Instagram and other places at What's a Mortgage. You can find him on Instagram at What's a Mortgage. That's his URL. That's his handle. YouTube as well. Um, TikTok. And the guy is just leveling up his social media game. And he only got started in 2017 on social media. And already he is crushing it. On Instagram, he's got, on just one of his uh, Instagram channels, if you will, he's got, uh, what, over 35,000? Yeah, 34,000. Just about to cross 35,000 followers. Um, LinkedIn, he's not been on there as, I'm sorry, not LinkedIn, TikTok. He's got about 5,000 followers on there, was just getting started. You know, has gone through his own fair share of trials and errors and challenges like we all do. And I wanted to bring uh, Min on because of the success that he's having. So what you're going to hear on this recording, so I'm going to, I'm going to say it right now, even though you're going to hear him tell you his numbers, I want to make sure you listen to this whole thing. So he is um, right now running a, a run rate of 20 million a month. And yes, he has a team, okay, and all that. But I asked him, what percentage of that, what are the top sources of business for him? 100% of that volume comes from social media. 
largely Instagram, and you'll hear him talk about the other sources as well. Also paid ads, yes, but you'll hear him talk about that. The organic paid at the organic business, his Instagram business is 100% organic. And you'll hear him unpack these different sources, these different channels, his content strategy, how often he posts, the lessons he's learned, right? The, both the good and the bad, what, what his vision is, what his purpose is for his channel is, who he's trying to reach. And what I think I want you to notice is he's gotten very clear about the audience he's trying to reach and who he's communicating to. And by the way, it takes time. It takes time to get there. So be patient with yourself. But this is why when people ask me what to post, how often should I post, just start. Just start posting what's already on your heart, what you think is going to be relevant or useful for your audience, and you will evolve and grow and fine tune that over time. But it won't happen without actually jumping into the pool first. So I'm really excited that Min's been uh, willing to uh, make available time from his busy, busy schedule and all the cool things that he's doing out there. Where do you see some of the, the, the stuff coming from this, the, this gentleman here? And uh, without further ado, let's get into this week's show. So uh, as you know, we're here today. The title of our live stream today is How to Get Loans from Instagram. Let me bring on our special guest, Mr. Min, Min Win. Welcome. <laughs> Woo! You know what? You deserve one of these. Hold on. Wow, I feel good. <laughs> All right. You deserve a James Brown. So, man, I know you're a busy guy. We were talking just before we went live. I've been following you for some time. And when I when I posted this live, I had a fair amount of people type, you know, text me back and just go, dude, his content's awesome. He's amazing. So great. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of people that are thrilled to have you here. Thanks Thank for being you. Yeah, you bet. So for those who aren't sure who you are, why don't you give us your quick little background? We're going to unpack the Instagram stuff and content, but give it a quick, quick bio on Min. Um, well, my name is Min Win. I live out in California. I've been doing mortgages since 2003. I've been on the social media journey since 2017. Um, you know, I spend most of my days doing content now, and we do have a team of LOs that do work on the viewers, I call them, not leads, viewers that reach out and ask for information. Mm. Now, I, I, what I love about you is like you're transparent as hell from what I can tell, which is great because uh, you're not trying to paint the, you, just right now. You're like, hey, man, I have a team and you're, you are now the rainmaker generating content because that's obviously cool. paid off for you. Correct. Uh, why do you call them viewers? Because if you call them viewers, then when you talk to them, you treat them like viewers and not a lead. Mm. So you think there's a different psychology or feeling when it comes to lead versus viewer? Absolutely. Imagine if you had to, you love your child, right? Yeah. If your child made a mistake, how much more patient do you have on your child compared to that other kid who's screaming and they're not your child? Right, right, right. That's true. That's true. Uh, it's similar to a lot of people say, instead of how many units did you close, how many families did you help in a given year, right? right. So words, words matter. Um, so also let's set the stage for where you're at uh, 2021 year to date volume and units, and then we'll unpack all this. So in 2021, I left Loan Depot in the month of June. We were pacing at 20 million fundings a month up until June. And then kind of we tried another place, didn't work out well. And now we're at this place called Western Express mm -hmm. and we're on pace. We're in the 20 million where I think starting January, I think we have enough apps to hit that 30 million mark. Wow. I just, a lot of purchase apps as people, as more inventory slowly opens up, we're allowed, we're able to get more in escrow because we're 75% purchase, 25% refinance. 
75% purchase. That's awesome. Very strong. Very strong. All right. Now here's the big, big question of the day that I know everybody wants to know of that 20 million a month that you're running your run rate. What percentage of that is coming from social media? hundred percent. I do not have a single deal coming in from, um, non social media. So they come in two ways. One way, um, of course we generate the lead through social mm-hmm. and it goes to the, and it goes to the realtor. But mm-hmm. the realtor brings us deal back. So we hand out a lot of leads to a lot of realtors. We don't get we give out more leads to realtors than they give us leads. But when they give us leads, those numbers are blended with it as well. Okay, got it. And are you also using social media to um, get new realtor relationships? No, not at all. Not at all. Are they coming to you? They're coming to me or I cherry pick them. I hand pick them. Um, I comb through the internet. I comb through, you know, I troll the internet and I find out who's doing what. Uh, most of the ones that are doing well, they're not they're not going to respond back right away. I mm-hmm. normally will look for who works under them because normally they'll take a, a big photo. They'll have that one person that's like in their photo that they tag their face of. I'll message that person because that person will get me to the person on top because uh-huh, they want they watch me or they'll fan out or they'll watch and they'll be more open because they want business. Right, right, absolutely. All right, so people are curious, I'm sure, as am I. Anyways, it's like. You've been at this for a while. You're clearly, you know, a, a uh, you, you like engineer your social media, I guess, is you think about it a lot. You think about it from a strategic standpoint. Uh, I'm guessing at this point, you're not just throwing stuff against the wall or maybe you are or like, do you have an overall strategy to your approach on social? Oh, yes. Uh, I have an overall strategy. Uh, I've changed my strategy a lot as I've evolved. So mm-hmm. we more we are more efficient with our content uh, than compared to just doing a lot of throwing stuff against the wall and making it work. I'm very strategic. I uh, index my audience and through after I index them, I pretty much categorize them. Then I know the content to make to get that audience. Mm. So we'll explain that a little bit. What do you mean you index them? So I, I look at them and uh, buying, probably looking for a better lender, about to pull the trigger. They're still building credit and saving money for down payment. Mm. Those are two different groups. Three different groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. if they're if they're a shopper, you know, uh, then I then I approach them differently. If they're just they're ready to go, they just need the that, that final piece of information to unlock the magic door, or they're in the beginning stages. And so uh, you've you mentioned earlier before we went live, you have a process for you know the lead, the life of a lead. Can you uh, explain a little bit of that? Uh, so when a uh, when a lead does come over, yep. we. We, uh, they, they normally message over. So I, I only do messenger leads because you can message back. So on yeah. YouTube and TikTok, when they ask you a question, you can't directly ask them something, right? You can directly ask them th- something through Instagram or Facebook cause they messaged you. Right. So I will only deal leads where I can deal with messenger. Think about this. Who do you talk to on the phone? Typically a bill collector, you're buying or selling something psychologically you talk to a friend through dm mm-hmm. you talk to a friend through text message correct mm-hmm. so that's how i make sure that we generate leads that only incubate through text messaging and messaging or text messaging messaging dming okay so you you obviously put a lot of content out on instagram we're going to show a couple of your you know pages in a moment um but uh, people are engaging, interacting with your content. You're doing a lot of educational content. So what'll happen is somebody will DM you something, a question or whatever. Is that usually what it sounds like? Correct. Correct. Okay. All right. And so then what we your- do is we, uh, in the beginning, I just made a bunch of content and I find out which content is performing the best 
with the size of my audience. So some of you guys are like, well, I don't have a size of an audience. Uh, I can't do this. I can, can't do that. With the size of the audience you have, your friends and family, your neighbors, your kids, school, whatever right. your audience size is, put out content and yep. you'll find out which content is the most engaging and which ones are not the most engaging. And through that, you repurpose it. Or through that, you know, when you fund a couple deals, run a campaign, you know, do paid advertising, let your information circ. Now see if that content is good. Let it circulate through the internet. Right. Yeah, I want to come back to the content. We're going to dig into the content for sure in a second. Um, but you, let's, let's say I'm a lead. I've been watching your videos for three months or whatever. I'm digging it. Right. And all of a sudden I get into a DM conversation with you where I'm like the guy who's ready to, all right, I need to take the next step. What do you do then? Do you just like send them a link to your online app or what happens there? You got a team, right? Yeah, I got a team. So we normally send them a text message. We get them off messenger. So we, you can get them off of the, the platform first. When you get them on the platform, you want their phone number and email. You need an email and a phone number so you can put them through some CRMs. You need an email and a phone number. Some of them, you only need one, one piece of information. Yeah. And so we get them off the platform right away. We message them. I let them know, hey, Jeff, this is Min. Thank you so much for reaching out. I'm going to have Grant from Western Express reach out to you. Mm-hmm. And then here's Grant's phone number. So you recognize it when he calls you. He's on my team. He's going to do his best to help you. And then two days after that, hey, Jeff, this is Min. Just want to follow how everything went with Jeff. I mean, with, with Grant, Um, is there anything? So normally if they are engaging that, that lead is moving forward. If they're not engaging, Hey Jeff, this is men. I know you didn't, uh, you reached out to us. Here's a, um, here's my ultimate mortgage guide. Check it out. Let me know how it goes. Hey Jeff, how did that guide go? Did you, is there anything you don't understand? If they answer back, boom, I'm getting them on the phone. Hey, so-and-so needs to call them because if you want, it's like catching fish, right? You throw out a bunch of bait. If the line's not pulling, don't yank it up. You know what happens when you yank it up? You're not going to catch anything. And you're going to burn your energy just yanking it up. So you just want to tug, 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 tug. The more lines you have out, the more tugging. And don't forget, they reached out. So I have their real phone number and their real email. So we're not, you know, it's not some fake phone number, fake email. And we're just tugging. Right. When we're tugging, we're adding value, right? We're adding value. We keep adding value. If you add enough value, we have, do have a lot of people who do reach out and they ghost us for like two weeks, which yep. tells me they probably, we created Inception, they loved it, mm-hmm. but they got scared or their neighbor was a loan officer or realtor yep. or their coworker knew their cousin. Like, I have a cousin, you got to call my cousin and it doesn't work out with them. Those are the best leads. If they message you and you don't hear from them for another two weeks, oh, you're closing that one. <laughs> because someone else did them so dirty that they had to humble themselves to come back to talk to you. How shaming is that, right? Have you ever done that? Or like, oh, now you have to come back. That's real market data right there, people. <laughs> I love that. That's actually what happens in the real world. They, they, they go dark because they're too ashamed. And then they come back with their tail between their legs. Oh, you were right, man. <laughs> um, how, I'm curious. I'm a big database guy. I love that. I believe you should be, you should be building your, your database off of these platforms as well because you don't own the platforms. So Give me a sense of like, how's that looking of the, of the emails or addresses that you are taking off the platforms into your own CRM? Is it in the hundreds? Is it in the thousands now? Uh, it's in the thousands. I think we have, I don't even know because I have someone else on my team that manages all that, but it, it's a lot. I know averages, we're in, right now, we're averaging about uh, 60 live transfers a day. Wow. Yeah, 60 Ooh. live transfers a day. And, okay, so just to clarify, because you shared with me earlier, not all of that's coming from your organic content. Some of that's from paid ads, right? 
from paid ads. So anything that comes off of Instagram, right? It, we just turned on Instagram ads. Anything that comes from Instagram is organic. Anything that comes from Facebook is paid advertising. Wow. Anything that comes from Instagram is organic. And we're about a 35% blend on Instagram right now. And Instagram has a higher uh, pull-through ratio. Yeah. People from Instagram, they have more, tr they trust the internet more. They trust buying through social. Facebook, they're a little bit older. They're more established, higher qualified borrowers, but they're still a little old school, right? Yeah. They want to, they want to, sometimes they want to come to your office. They want to do a Zoom call. They want to Zoom with their cousin. They're just Zoom, 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 Zoom everywhere. <laughs> but Instagram, if they reach through, they have, they're going to app through it. They're going to, you know, if you are a digital person, they will do that app online. They trust the internet more. You have a higher chance of closing someone on Instagram. I feel right now, I'm sure it's going to be even higher on TikTok than on Facebook. But the Facebook right now, of course, time will change. Yeah. Have a higher quality uh, lead or higher quality viewer. Are you finding is the majority of folks from Instagram tend to be first timers? Uh, no. The, no, either really first timers or they just got a good amount of money and they're just hitting the internet. I yeah. like a. You know, there's no, it's either really early or like, you know, they're a first timer, but they're buying, they're making 200 grand a year. They're not that first timer making 60, not 80, 90. They're either making for in California, they're either making 60, 70 as a first timer or they're making 200. Yeah. There's no in between mm -hmm. on, on Instagram for us. Yeah. Well, like you said earlier, you specialize in California and we're going to have higher incomes, obviously average higher loan amounts, all that stuff. Um, Okay, so I want to let me do this if I can just see share. I'm going to try and share a couple of uh, let's see here screen sharing, blah 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 blah. Yeah, it's been a while, so here we go. Share screen. Oh, thank you, my brother. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to find the right tab here. Here we go. Let me share. Let's go to your. Let's see here. Let me check the remote view. For everybody who's watching the audience, let me know you can see this. But I am hopefully sharing your Instagram uh, page. And so we're seeing you get about 34,000 followers. And what I wanted to share this with is, 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 is your content. Um, your content, while though it's humorous and engaging, and I'm sure that's part of the reason why people follow you, it's also highly educational. Um, I've talked to a few other LOs that used to do lifestyle content and stuff like that. Did you ever mess around with that? Or what have you learned about content that resonates? I sprinkle in uh, lifestyle. Okay. All because right. It, when you people do a lot of that's you look at women, they do a lot, not all women, but a lot of women, unless you're like selling a, a product, it's just they're just like, who are you? What makes you special compared that I'm not that special where they care about looking at my your life, right? I think a lot of people have that. They come to a mortgage site or a real estate site or a tax site to learn about that, not you know, 90% of what you're having for lunch. <laughs> you know, they're, they're not concerned with like this one right here. Right. So this one was a funny one. I just followed the trend. So this is a lifestyle one that I have my family in. <laughs> love it. Love it. Okay. So speaking of following trends, that's something that, let me uh, go back. That's something that, um, I've recently come across in terms of, um, let me stop. Uh, there we go. Uh, that are you finding following trends is helping you reach more people? Yes. Uh, trends right now. Uh, you ride the algorithm. You just got to ride the right algorithm. Uh, I'll tell you right now, organically, the reason why I grew so much on Instagram and our lead, our, our, our lead flow is where it's at. And the reason why I joined Western Express, because I'm licensed in California. They're licensed in their small direct lender, which gives me less red tape than at my prior company. Uh, but they're licensed in a, a lot of small lenders aren't licensed in a lot of states. They are. 
yeah. uh, when the lead, when people do come through, uh, I have a higher chance of converting them. And I needed that doing more organic because reels and TikTok have further reaches than uh, on on reels and on reels and TikTok. Mm. So just to, I think you could probably do a better job of, of me pr briefly explaining to people, what does that mean when we say following a trend? So following the trend is um, something that's viral. Like right now, everyone has that little dance of that little girl that goes, mm, 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 that little girl and that yellow uh, donut. So I did that video where I'm trying to buy a house in California. You need to go viral. So I did the same trend. So that's that's the trend is yeah. something that's spread out through the internet through sharing. And mm -hmm. if you ride that trend, it you will travel through the internet with, with these other people. Yeah. It's basically, like you said, piggybacking off the algorithm. Um, for instance, on TikTok, right? The, the trends down the bottom, right? Whatever that musical trend is. If you use that same audio, oftentimes in your audio clip, that's trending. That'll help you show up better. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Okay. You know, also at the same time, I'm, I'd be curious just to hear for when you made the shift over, you said it was 2017, you got on social, right? Correct. So I'm sure you've heard and seen this before. It just sounds like, how can people make this? There's a lot to learn. You know what I mean? Right? Like mm -hmm. we're talking trends and algorithms and this and that. And, and it's, is it's not as simple as, cause on the outside, here's the perception. Maybe I think some people have, and I'd love to hear the comments from the people right now, type it in. What's your biggest challenge right now with social, but the perception is, Oh, you just post a bunch of funny videos and you're going to get some leads. No, nah, I wish that was the case. <laughs> sometimes not... I'll watch them like, dude, I'm funny, but then I don't get as much, uh, get as much uh, reach as someone where I watch their video. Like, are right. you kidding me? And it went like million views, you know? So it's not that easy. So is there a formula and it's different by the way, this is also, I think smart to say your success formula isn't going to be the same as somebody else's. Correct. Right? Correct. Correct. Mm. everyone has a different, um, a different style mm -hmm. and that style is going to follow them into what they're doing. But as your style allows you to grow, that's where you start implementing information, implementing, um, whatever you, whatever your, your craft is mortgage, real estate, flipping, um, wholesaling, whatever course you're selling, implement it in your humor or in your, in your style. Yeah. And I think, uh, and by the way, but for everybody putting in the comments, thank you. I see Kenny, he answered the question, what to post that gets interaction. Let's, let's pause there for a second. I'd, I'd be curious because I sound, it sounds like you're saying this underneath your response, which is that's part of the reason why you have to be consistent in just posting is because you'll find your voice. Correct. Correct. Mm. You didn't, you oh, didn't. I yeah, I, when I, especially going on TikTok, I was new because of the company I was at. I guess I, I, I don't want to talk down, but they dwarfed my growth when all that time, the amount of energy I put in my, to my Instagram, I could have put into my TikTok two years ago, mm. you know, and I didn't, even though they let other people in the company use TikTok because we were growing such a pace and they were, you know, how we did our cost to cover our ads. They pay it, but they really come from our branch. So they monitored so much of our information that we couldn't push out on TikTok, and they we we got dwarfed on TikTok. And now I started TikTok this year. I only had like close to five thousand followers, but I started like four months ago, and and I'm 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 still figuring out. I tried dancing, it doesn't work. I tried this, it doesn't work. I finally found what works for me is just my humor on how I interpret different things, and you're you're gonna be hit or miss. Sometimes it might go, it might pop on Instagram or TikTok, and it might not. 
Sometimes it's going to pop on Instagram. So you have to experiment. Correct. Mm. And, but you are naturally, like you said, you're naturally a funny guy. You can tell you've got a good sense of humor. You like to have fun. Um, so you're just, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know if you know, Sean Cahan, the mortgage geek. Yeah. Kind of like when I interviewed him, he's just, that's just an extension of his personality. I assume this is the same for you. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Um, I'm kind of a, it's kind of, if you talk to my wife, she's the one that does all the talking. I'm like the quiet guy. So I feel like when I do go on these reels or Instagram, I get to unleash the humor inside of me that people don't even see when they see me on the outside. It's like, Hi. It <laughs> yeah, at home out and about, you're just a quiet guy, whatever, but you get to let it loose. That's awesome. Um, Emily Flynn, uh, her biggest challenge is consistency. And when I see that question posed, I'm always curious about your content strategy for, for production and planning. Do you batch or like, how do you do that? So let me give you, I'll, I'll go over my schedule with you if you don't mind. Sure, please. So Monday morning from uh, 10 to 12, we go over all the reels we say all weeks, all the TikToks and all reels. So anything that's viral, we put in our Discord. I send the link. We I send all the links. And then on Monday uh, with one person on my team, we go over, okay, let's look, look up the sound, how popular it is, who's sharing it, what the audience that's listening to the sound. Because let's say you pick a sound that's viral, but the audience is a bunch of 12-year-olds. I don't want to go with that sound because it's not going to get the audience I want to hit. So we go through, so we audit the sounds, the trends, and then we pick the amount that we're going to do. And then we, well, with this sound, I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to put this message. And then on Tuesdays for the same time for like an hour, two hours, we write all the copy, you know, write everything that we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. And then Wednesday we film it. So I try to do at least two tick. I'm trying to do two, and I'm working on it still two TikToks a day or post two TikToks and two reels a day. So whatever I'm posting on TikTok, I'm posting on reels. Yeah. And that, by the way, Emily has a good second uh, question to that, which is, uh, do you create different videos for Insta or TikTok or repurposing? Same. This same. is a, uh, the same. This is the strategy. This is the one thing I'm bummed about that I, I did. I don't want to change my page. My Instagram page is a business page. So on business reels, you only have 30 seconds. On TikTok, you have 30, 15 seconds, a minute, or three minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to blend because sometimes you can only squeeze stuff into 30 seconds. So I'm trying my best to do as much as I can in 30 seconds so I don't have to do, do double the work. Mm, that's interesting. But, I thought uh, Instagram was rolling out 60 seconds for all. It, it is a minute, but not for business. They want business people to pay. But what about, really? Wow. What about creator? Creator, you get a minute. You're gonna minute. Okay, so that's that could be useful for people who ask that question of what should I have business creator or personal? Um, clearly you want to have either business or creator for the analytics alone. And creator, I think you can run ads on creator. You can't um so the creator's accounts where to be, but because my account's so old, I don't want to mess with changing yeah from business to creator to change to lose any data. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um well, so you've obviously got a team, right? I mean, you sound like Gary Vee with your team and all that and production meetings and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> um, how about for the person who maybe doesn't want to, you know, be as big, so to speak, as you are when it comes to a team and production quality and research and all that? What, what do you tell them? You can do it yourself. And, and I'm proving everyone wrong. Not everyone, but a lot of people where I need a team. So I have another page called Simple Papa. And I'm using that. I'm eventually going to have content courses 
for loan officers and realtors or social media people. Um, I'm doing that page by myself. So I'm doing it straight up by myself. I do all my recordings. You know, sometimes I get help with copy, but outside of copy, I do a lot of the, the recording and editing by myself. What's it called again? Simple Papa. Simple Papa? P-A-P-P-A. P-A-P-P-A. All right. I'm looking it up right now. Is that with the big smiley face? Yes. Okay. Got it. No, I started that about two months ago. No, that's not your Instagram. Is this Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. I have it on both. Simple. I want to do it. Make sure I'm spelling it right. P-A-P-P-A. Simple P-O-P-O-P-P-A. Oh, okay. That's why I knew this wasn't like a, grand, like a grandpapa. But I thought it was, but I'm just terrible at spelling. Yeah. Um, okay. Got it. So I got to follow you here as well. Simple Papa people check it out. That's the Instagram handle where you are posting a lot of cool stuff about, um, content, things like that. Yeah. It's all video. It's all you just one-on-one. What's the purpose of this page then to Enzo's financial playbook. What is that all about? So I'm learning. Um, like I said, I'm at a different place right now in my content where, and to understand consumers, if I do more education on finances, not just mortgage, it's easier to grow a bigger audience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so not to be as narrow just on mortgage, but greater of like wealth building, all that kind of like JV. Correct. And I only talk about long-term investment, long-term. I talk about things that I know because I'm trying to create the right pr- profile of the right consumer. I have a thousand, like a thousand people now. I already had two refinance uh, people reach out to me, two um, index universal life people reach out, a hazard insurance, like, not, sorry, term insurance. So I'm trying something new where I'm talking about whatever, a profile. Mm-hmm. I want someone who has a 401k or IRA. I want someone who has index funds. And I don't want crypto. I want index funds, ETFs. I want people to think about their taxes, higher end people to reach out because eventually they'll go, hey, man, I didn't know you do mortgages too. Do, can yeah. you go over the refinance with me? So once again, you're using a social platform to build an audience. And I'm sure you, you, you know, you're already monetizing that audience. You're going to, you're going to move them off of that platform, build a database of those people as well. Correct. Future customers. And of Correct. course, partners, like you said, cause you got other financial professionals on there and they're like, Hey, why don't we team up or swap databases or whatever happens? Right. Yeah. I, I learned it from watching. Um, I watch. look at Brian Decker, mm-hmm. look at JB Holmes. Mm-hmm. Brian Decker does crypto. JB Holmes does a lot about index funds as well. He also talks about Airbnbs. They're talking about things to build their audience. Yeah. So again, this goes back to the thing of like, what do you post? And I know for you guys that are still here hanging out watching, how many people have that? I want to see your internet. Now's the chance to win a free book. Okay. Put in your question right now. What is your, like, how many of you struggle with what to post? I know it's a, somebody already said that earlier, Kenny, you should already have a book for me, Kenny, though. If you don't let me know, we'll get you one. But this reminds me of, um, yeah, my buddy, Sean, who has a YouTube channel and he recently switched his content from lifestyle. We talked about this earlier. It's, it's like, so you can think about this. Who do you want your audience to be? And what can you, where can you reach that audience and how can you build a platform to engage with them? There you go. That's what you're trying to do. Yes. Correct. Correct. Okay. Got it. Awesome. Um, what's been the most difficult thing? the most difficult thing was deciding a CRM and how to manage the quantity of leads that were coming in. We finally literally that has been our biggest Achilles is 
managing the amount of uh, viewers that are reaching out on a day-to-day basis and segmenting them. Some of them are not going to buy right away. Yeah. So, you know, we were just letting those just build dust until we're finally, we have someone on our team now who's helping out with texting. Like we, we text them, they text back. I, I answer some of the messages. That's how I get a lot of content now is I'm in the messenger through tech, uh, Facebook, Instagram, emails, text messages. I don't answer them all. I answer like, let's say 30% to get data, but we engage a lot now, but it took us a while. And that was like our hardest thing was to manage the quantity of people that are reaching out. Sometimes, some days there was, um, so when I call it a transfer, they engage on the internet, but they're willing to talk to someone on the phone. Mm-hmm. That's a high, that, that's a high number, right? Mm-hmm. But let's say conversation where we have over a hundred conversations a day but I don't call those transfers because they don't want to talk to someone on the phone. Mm. So about half of the people who engage the engage with us want to talk to someone on the phone. The other half does not. Mm-hmm. Do they ever talk to somebody on the phone? Yes, they always do. The half, everybody on the phone. Ultimately, somebody's going to be on the phone. Correct. I think um, for myself, my platform, we're not at a place yet where it's so automated where they just fill out an app every once in a while, if they go, well, we took our website down because of the company I was at, but mm-hmm. people were completing the apps on the website mm-hmm. and it wasn't that many, maybe one a day, one application a day. And because of one application day and it wasn't under the company's um, portal. And if it wasn't, and if we use their portal, then the whole website has to be part of the company. It's just too many. I think with mortgages, there's a lot of legalities that you have to deal with, not just yeah. making content. Right. Absolutely. Do you ever get on the phone with applicants at this point? All the time. You do? All okay. the time. Right. If they message, I only want to talk to men, I talk to them. <laughs> How often does that happen? Maybe once every other day. Maybe once every other day they want to talk to me. Or after five or six o'clock when all the LOs aren't around, I'll jump on. So in the daytime, we have a couple LOs and myself. We rotate yep. and then we assign them. They assign them to whoever's under their team. Yep. At nighttime uh, and weekends, we have a concierge that helps out. Sometimes they can't jump in or they don't know the answer. I always jump in. And if I know they want to talk on the phone, then I just jump on the phone call. Hmm. Is your team local, like uh, dis- distributed, virtual, what? Um, yes, we're most of everyone's in California. Mm-hmm. Our concierge is out of state. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you guys, typically you, these meetings or whatever, they happen in person or over Zoom? Over Zoom. A lot of times they're over Zoom. Uh, I'll call if it, if it's Instagram, I'll call them through the Instagram directly. So it makes, so they know it's actually me and they get all excited. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, listen, uh, for those that need to learn more, follow Min. what is your, you can see it right there at what's a mortgage. That's his Instagram handle, the YouTube. Let's see here. That is what's a mortgage as well. That's youtube.com slash what's a mortgage. Um, got 7,000 subs over there. Nothing. Nothing to scoff at there either, my man. Oh, like, oh, YouTube, same thing. So with YouTube, they had us take it down. We were aver- we got to a pay. Uh, so YouTube, we've had for a year. Uh-huh. We were averaging about 100 followers a week, and then they made us take it down as well. That, that was my main reason of leaving. Uh, they made us take down a lot of stuff as they saw things move a certain way. They, were want- they wanted to dictate a lot more. So they made us take down like no TikTok, 
they wanted to read everything and monitor it all before we can even post it. Or if we post it, we'd have to take it down the next day. We had to take that. So we took down almost 150 videos and it did affect us. And we just started posting to, again on tick on YouTube a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. Um, and I assume you are outsourcing the editing for that. No, we have it. So now we, uh, we do everything in house. So we have our, our full-time editor, mm-hmm. full-time graphic person, Okay. Full-time person that does that they research with me. They and then we have someone who do do that does all our copy. Oh wow, nice, very good. Yeah. So obviously, once again, you have a team, and a couple of people just joined late. Somebody's asking about. Uh, I see your question, Blanca. What's your routine? We already covered that earlier. I apologize. So um, you can get that in the replay for sure. This will be going up on the page wherever you're watching this as a replay, plus on the podcast. So um, we unfortunately are kind of out of time here. Min, so awesome, man. Thank you for making time. Lots to learn. What's like, dude, you're, you, you're building your own company is what it, you're not just an LO. You're, you're a company. What's Thanks. the vision, baby? What's the vision? <laughs> uh, the, the vision is to get to get to the consumer first to push the button. I think uh, mortgages, especially with crypto these days is going to change. There's going to be people who live in the meta universe, metaverse, some people who don't. And the goal, I think in both vert and both universes, <laughs> Whoever can get the consumer to push the button first, to trust them to push the button. Because eventually things are going to be so automated. Once they build that trust, they're going to hit a button. Once they hit that button, the loan's going to be done like that. And I feel that is the future. So whoever can, can whoever can get to the person to push the button first, and I'm working on how to get to that person before they're ready to even look for the button to push. And that's why I have my other page because I'm talking about 401k. Think about um, Jeff. If the borrower has a 401k that has a decent amount of money in it, you know they're a wage earner Mm -hmm. and you know they have money put away and they have consistent income and they make good money. For them to have a decent amount of money in their 401k, you know, my goal first was to get to the consumer before the real estate agent, which I'm I'm fully I'm doing. Next step is how do I get to the loan off? How do I get to the consumer before the loan officer starts getting on social next? So it's always trying to get be ahead of where the the consumer is looking. Mm, the old uh, Wayne Gretzky, be where the puck is going. <laughs> yeah, not where it is. And and I love that you said you know get to the, the person before they push the button. Because when I hear that to me, to me, pushing the button is different versions of that. You're building an audience with those people. You're getting them to opt into your email. You're building your database off the social platforms because who knows the metaverse could blow up and there's a new one down. But at least you have their contact info database CRM. Email's not dead. Would you, as a social guy, you would say email's not dead, right? Uh, if they email you, the lead the lead is a lot uh, the conversion is a lot higher. Yeah. If they email you, uh, like a paragraph, it's a deal. <laughs> if they email you a paragraph, as long as they don't start their sentence with, "I could have bought a home, but," uh huh. <laughs> they they start with the reason why they haven't bought. When they start talking about this is my scenario and it's a long paragraph, it's a deal. Like all my guys, when they see email, oh, I want, it, I want, it, I want it. Everyone, if they see an email, they jump on it. Email, I think, is the best. What, real quick then what's your what's your take on text as far as communicating moving people forward uh text you, what do you mean by text messages back, yeah back and forth yeah oh there's your, I, hang on. There's your chief video editor yeah i'll take you in a second okay let me finish um t- t- my so i have uh so like i said out of my bloodline i call it i've created a lot of loan officers who were not even loan officers Yes. My all my LOs that are doing the highest level of volume live off of text messages. And mm-hmm. I created a, a a a a gang who just live on text messages. So we have a text drip 
style we use. And mm -hmm. like, I have a guy, he did 15 million confirmed. You can look up his NMLS, right? 15 million. And he's been doing loans for four years. And he's a tech. He just he just took it another level. He understands human nature. But I say texting is like texting beats everything. Yeah, yeah, because it's the most personal, right? And then you have email and all that kind of stuff. But all right, that's good stuff, man. I know you got to jump, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you found this to be valuable. We're gonna keep following you on the socials, my man. This was a. And a James Brown. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in, everybody. Man, once again, thanks for being here, man. Appreciate it very much. Bye for now. Hey, guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before. And I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business. Let's just face it. Agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents, butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call, we'll have a chat, we'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.